Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this latest version of uh, Tales, Tales from Tales, Outer Tales, Space, Space, where I take an HFY story from somewhere around the internet and read it aloud for your enjoyment. All the relevant links are down below. Like, subscribe, and all that YouTube comf to help this video and channel grow. Anyways, as always, I hope that you enjoy. I would just like to thank the following Tier 5 patrons and channel members for supporting the channel. Fallen Angel. Buzz Kennington, Data Magnet, and Bob the Dragon. Thank you again, and now on to the story. Story number one. The Gatekeepers of God, written by the Stabby Brett. Look up the skies, children. See the galaxy, the Milky Way. Do you remember why we call it that? Yes, that's right. It's the name mankind gave our galaxy. And we use it to honor them. That way, in the brightest cluster, that's the center of the galaxy. That is where heaven is found. Yes, that's man's name as well. You'll find we use a lot of their names. Mankind is important to us, to every species. Why? Well, all right. I suppose you are old enough to know now. Eons ago, when the galaxy was young, the great nine arose in distant corners of the cosmos, and each began to forge an empire for themselves. No, I don't know their names, but this was so long ago their names no longer matter. Some were quiet, insular people, others violent conquerors who enslaved and exterminated lesser races. One by one, they came upon each other, and their walls were brief, yet savage enough for them all to understand the terrible cost continued conflict would bring. Thus, one by one, they became unified. As they grew and explored, they came to realize that they were not the first races to arise in the galaxy. Indeed, as they journeyed inwards towards the core, they found more and more evidence of long-dead races in the old systems. Little things, ships or remote outposts that had been forgotten for time unfathomable. Nine such extinct races they found, all having perished in a comparable space of time. In the galactic core, they found nine more. These species had come to power at the very birthing of the universe. Yet, they were gone. At last, the Nine reached the center of the galaxy to look upon the supermassive black hole called Sagittarius A with their own eyes. Within that great void, they beheld God, and God beheld them, and he was displeased at what he saw. You have chosen the path of a coward, God told them. You tested each other. When it was clear that victory demanded sacrifice, you chose mutual surrender. Long have I waited, as I have in ages gone, to see what you would make of yourselves, to see, at last, if my creation could birth a worthy species. I see again, it has not. The nine flew away in a panic. And in their terror, they begged God for a chance to redeem themselves. 
The war began immediately, blind and indiscriminate. All that they had built together, all their works and their wonders, the wonders of their empires and the knowledge of millennia, was all turned to the goal of mutual annihilation, or eradicated in a holocaust that burned the galaxy from end to end. There is no way for me to convey the scale of death in those grim days, or your mind would make the numbers unreal. I could say billions died every second for a billion seconds, but I see even that is beyond your grasp. Worse, that is but a fraction of the true cost of life. And it was not enough. One by one, the nine perished, reduced to isolated remnants that hid behind whatever meager defenses their home worlds could muster. Some were lost altogether, though it is possible they simply regressed so far they no longer remember the great stellar nation they once were. None of them, save one, believed that they had a future. All save one prepared for God to drive them into extinction and leave the galaxy clear for a new nine to rise. It was then that mankind joined the fray. They had played at weakness, but only so that they could bide their time and build their fleets and ready their weapons. They had lost in the end times, all races did, but theirs was a calculated sacrifice. A quadrillion times a quadrillion innocent men were left to die so that the rest might live and complete the great work. The sacrifice was worth it in the eyes of man, for as God basked in his grand unmaking, mankind threw itself upon him. The first strike was done by the RKMs, missiles a hundred kilometers long that shrieked through the galaxy at near speed of light. They had God with enough force to split open a planet. Many did, in fact. For they had been launched lifetimes ago to obliterate worlds and implode suns that might shield God from the fury of man. Then came the Nova bombs, stolen suns on the brink of collapse that were triggered to supernova, blasting their colossal energies into the face of God. The black holes they left behind were weapons in their own right, used to fuel planet-sized energy weapons that seared our creator with unrelenting fury. Next was the Great Fleet. Ten thousand solar systems had been unmade to provide the raw materials for the Armada. Sixty generations had born, trained, bred, and died with no purpose other than to prepare for this moment. The great flaring of their braking engines created a solar wind that stripped the corona off of suns a hundred light years away. The flash of their opening salvo was seen from the outer room. God struck back. From his lightless fortress, he swept out beams of energy that reduced billions of men to atoms. His incorporeal hands reached out and caused stars to implode irradiating entire armadas. The great siege guns of mankind melted themselves in an effort to overcome him, and he, in turn, sundered the ones that had the fortune to endure. 
For fifty years the war raged. Fifty unceasing years without a moment's peace. The supply convoys ran night and day. Entire cultures, entire species given over to the task of providing the ordnance mankind required to continue their onslaught. RKMs were built, accelerated and detonated, larger and faster each time. Humanity bent the laws of reality itself to allow asteroid-sized continents to exceed the maximum speed of light and crush into the creator with such an apocalyptic fury that mankind was getting more of their own through collateral damage than God was by design. Yet not once did they relent, nor even withdraw a single inch. By the end... The very concept of night had become alien to us, for the fury of war lit every planet in the Milky Way with a terrible brilliance. At an unknowable cost, mankind had begun to gain ground, and as God felt doubt for the first time, the last great superweapon of mankind arrived in the field, Battleship Sol. There has been no other weapon like it before or since. You will laugh when I describe her, but know that what I say is true. Sol was once a star system, the home star system of mankind. The star had been harnessed and enhanced to a great engine. Her worlds became gun turrets, harnessing and focusing the energies that we have no words to describe. Nothing else in the armories of man, not her hawking cannons, not the spatial fortresses, nor even the unmaker fleet could rival the awesome fury that was Saul. It was then that God realized the truth. Mankind had looked upon their creator and found him unworthy. With a cataclysmic detonation, battleship Saul fired its cannons and smote Sagittarius A from reality itself. In its place now lies a crater in reality, a hole to non-existence. Over that hole, mankind built heaven. A solid ring of weapon systems pointing inwards, ready to unleash hell again should our creator ever return. They remained there still. Mankind gave itself over to a singular purpose, to be our angels. The core is their domain now. Any ship that tries to enter will be turned back. Any foolish enough to refuse will be destroyed. And all agree it is right that mankind do so. Now turn, my child. Turn and look towards the rim. See those lights. Those are not stars, but shining engines of warships of man. Having killed God... Man wondered whether there were other gods, each lurking within the heart of their own galaxy, each playing their games with other races. Mankind became convinced that sooner or later one of these gods would learn of their militant atheism and seek to destroy us. They call themselves devils, guardians of the cold dark. They watch and wait. Eyes and weapons trained on the Stygian void, waiting for whatever comes from the Chthonic depths. Ah, 
I see I have scared you. You no need to fear, child. Go now, go to your bed and sleep soundly, knowing that you are watched and loved by your parents and by the angels of mankind, as they have watched us for a million generations and shall watch us for a million more. The darkness holds no terrors for you, my precious one, not as long as man endures. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed, and if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment, just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one, and until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.